The pass from Havili was magic. The shift on for Crotty. Boom, far down you go, Quaggett Smith. Me, oh my, I have enjoyed that. Yes, boy. Sit back, relax, put your belt on, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 7 of the Draft Rugby Podcast, where we discuss fantasy super rugby, the game they, they play, play online in heaven. In heaven. Oh, Are you trying nice. to take my gel or something here? Or have you heard that before? I have. Yeah, it's, it's, just it's very catchy. catchy. Yeah. It's pretty catchy. Uh, you can find the website at draftrugby.com and get after us on the socials at Draft Rugby and, of course, support us on Patreon. Well, Please. they've already ruined their intros, but uh, yes, tonight again I'm joined by mm. both Harry and Nelson. Gents, how are we doing on this fine evening at 11pm? Uh, Fantastic, mate. I'm, I'm glad that no one's commented to realise that I wasn't there when you were talking to Paul Tate. And we'll see if they can work out that our next guest should, is interestingly absent. Uh, should, you be, <laughs> should you be glad that no one noticed you weren't there? It either means what does you that have no you? value that's or means no one listens to the podcast. That's it. Thank you that's for bringing it up. Options. What does it say about you, really? Um, it means that my class rings through. I don't even need to be there. I can just talk in the entree and the dessert and they, they already appreciate my presence. For everyone else, we were actually talking about just getting Harry to go, hmm, I see. At different <laughs> yeah. points. I agree. Yeah, it's too much editing for us, though. Yeah, it's that's true. Hard. We're getting clever. We're going to try to come up with more fun Easter eggs like that uh, in yeah. episodes that we can chuck in. Uh, I personally think, hope you just enjoyed the, uh, the, just, the extended Justin Marshall Boomfer intro. But, uh, oh, so good. It was very good. All right, moving on. In tonight's pod for Entree, we are going to make our predictions for who will, top, who will be the top fantasy mm. players from the South African Super Rugby Conference 2020. So it's... South African Super Rugby teams because we've already done the Jaguares players. We did them yesterday. So just the South African Rugby teams? Yeah. It's like a full-time job now. For main course? (laughs) Except except we don't get paid. (laughs) Should should we do one South African team at night and just do a pod every night this week? Is that what we should do? (laughs) Why not? not? Um, All right. For main course, uh, we will be joined by special guest South African Rugby journo Brendan Nell to preview the South African Super Rugby teams. And for dessert, we'll make our tips for the South African Conference. We'll rank where we think the teams will finish from 1 to 5, including the Hagiwades. Back to the uh, 2019 format. We're just going to cold call people as well and hope that they pick up. Worked really well for us last year. That's yeah, it. 100%, wasn't it? Yeah, little te- little 100%. Yeah, 100%. Excellent. All right, well, let's get straight in. Let's dig into our entree. Uh, predictions for the top three fantasy players from the South African Super Rugby teams. Again... Following our format, they've got to be unique uh, because we feel sorry for him. We're letting Nelson go first. And, I mean, with his picks, you'll probably feel sorry for him too. But, um, <laughs> Look, I've gone Nelson. I've, I've gone more for, I think, what I would like to see than what I definitely happen. But I'm going to back it, right? Um, for me, my first one is Tyrone Green. This man is going to struggle for that position necessarily starting week in and week out. And, I mean, as soon as he does it a couple times, that's gone. But... He's just so lightning, he's so exciting that if he's given a chance, uh, I mean, it might be hard to take that jersey back off him. South African Damien McKenzie. I hope you're right. Been I hope you're right. Um, Herschel Yanchis uh, is going to be my second man. Electric. He is an exciting halfback, so I think he's, he's good value there. And I think Vandasili Simalani is going to be my third man. I think Hopefully, he's your best bet. Yeah, I, I think he is. I, I was tossing up between him and Graham, but I thought, I'll get them both in there. I can't mm. think of the last centre that came top three or four. Like I, I, Anton Lennepre was very good. Kerebi was number was one last year. So Kerebi, maybe Kerebi was number one. Kerebi wasn't what, number in one. Total points, was total oh, points. Oh, total points, sorry. That's I'm, what we're talking about. I spent about. a lot of time on averages, I'm yeah, sorry. I don't. Yeah, you're pretty average. <laughs> Excellent. Um, Moving along. Who, 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 who are you more excited about, Harry? Uh, Tyrone Green or Wanda Silas and Milan? 
Oh, can I just say both? I don't no, want to pick. pick don't make me pick. Pick one. I'm, I'm similarly for that. No, who? Yeah, yeah, I think Similani. Yeah. You're more excited for him, or you think you'll see more of him? They're different questions. I don't know. I'm too excited I'm, for both of them. I don't want to pick. I'm going to do both. <clears> I love all my. I love all my fantasy children equally. I, I'm going to have both of them this year. All right, excellent. Well, speaking of your fantasy children, <laughs> well, you're wasting your time on Akira. Um. Speaking of Harry's fantasy children, uh, it was my go to pick next, oh. and so then I just went ahead and picked the three players that Harry would have picked. So, <laughs> two. Uh, okay, right, two and three? Right. Two. Okay, well, uh, I went ahead and picked uh, Damien Vilemsi, both the player that I want to see dominate, but also think will dominate. This is his year. Uh, I, ninth, yeah. ninth overall pick last year. Bit disappointing, though. He was. But who, who picked him ninth overall? Uh, that was me. Was he your I was first eight, pick? Yeah. No, second my pick. second pick. Second I went out his Ninth, first, mate. There's, okay. there's eight of us. Do your math. Yeah, so, I mean, but the difference is this year he plays ten. And that's where he was unbelievable. The but the, the, the ten, sit down, John Luke Duplessis. Oh, thank Hopefully, God. he just hogs the ball and All doesn't think he games. has to distribute. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, um, I was close to picking him for that reason. Yes, excellent, very good. Uh, my second pick, uh, similar vein, Kerwin <laughs> Bosch, another guy being confirmed. He's he's, unch- he's Django Unchained now. He'll be playing ten, starting every game. And it, it will be on his shoulders to see, you know, just how good he can become. Um, oh, can we launch an investigation into how the hell the South Africans have so many amazingly lightning, interesting fly halves to watch at the moment? I'm just not rating it at all. It's not fair. And why they're not checking out the immigration policies to Australia? Yeah, hundred right? percent. It's, it's really nice. They can't all play for South Africa. Yeah, exactly. You can't all make it. You That's can true. make it here. You can. Make we it. we do have some talent coming through though. So. Yeah, but they're not. Yeah, they haven't. Want, they well, haven't now. got as much experience. We're probably three years ahead of us. Yeah, I agree. Excellent, very good. So yeah, Bosch. I mean, look, some people will say that um, you know he'll get more fantasy points playing fullback because he gets all those running meters, those kick returns. But nah, but we're, nah. Harry and I are thinking hog it. at ten, ball in hand. He's just yeah. going to hog that bad yeah. boy, which kind of does take away a little bit from my third choice. If he is hogging it, ball in hand, uh, my third choice, who actually now we're not even sure he's playing anymore, um, Andre Esterheisen, the Giant. We'll discuss um, him in there. The shot. But, yes, we won't ruin him. Uh, I mean, look, I was going to pull him out and just uh, stick Bautista Delgi up here, but uh, we decided... <laughs> Nelson protested. Of, yeah, and Harry. No, I, I <laughs> said I supported it. Look, there was... Let's not get into it, but there was, you know, there was some senior moments. Um, all right. <laughs> senior? Yeah. Harry, so, give us your last three. Myself, and again, we never get these right. You guys never get these right. I will make no comment on how inaccurate I've been. So Very. <laughs> I made no comment. Um, I did. My first pick is Makazole Mapimpe. Mapimpe. He's got to be on a high after the the World Cup. His scoring rate is very good, and I, I still don't think he got as much game time as he could get. So I reckon he's just going to go bigger and better. Yep. Um, and surely wingers don't need rests after international seasons. Yep. Can we, have, can we have enough of that, mate? Stop resting your best players. Just put your best man on the park. My next one... Give me less of it. I'm, I'm not... If he plays, I think he's a real good shot, but I just don't know that he's going to get as many games. Mm-hmm. Peter Steph Dutoy. Only the world's best player. I think he could In be a pretty solid fantasy pick yeah, this year. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good margin. Yeah. yeah. Good barter, he said. And the last one, I'm picking mainly off that flick pass off the floor from two years ago. <laughs> that's true. Dylan Lay, the filthiest oh, that was ever made. One of the best tries of the decade. The weird thing is, I still don't really like him. I do. I, 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 <laughs> I like that. It. I love that pass. I like that pass, and yeah. he wins me over at times, but he loses me somehow, and it could be his head. I also, I'm not yeah. sure. I'm also excited because I, I much prefer him. At, like he's probably 
Jurigen is a better winger or fullback. I actually prefer him at fullback. fullback. I prefer yeah. him at fullback. He's yeah. not a winger, man. No, so I'm excited to see what he can do. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and I think, to be honest... And he's a very good scorer. He, he's, yes. he's going to froth on this as well, because with uh, Willie, Willie LaRue departing, like that Springbok fullback jersey, that's yeah. probably one and, of well, the op- openest jerseys. He was actually the third-ranked overall South African last year behind... Uh, oh, sorry, second. Goboka was the only one above him. Montoya was the Argentinian in second place. So. so when in doubt, Harry goes back to the numbers always. You know, yeah. Back to those numbers. Good pick. Thanks. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Very good. Well, that after that tasty what about, entree. What about Dan Dupree? No. Dan Dupree was fourth. Nelson, yes. you, you sometimes get confused. Oh, well. sorry. I'm only playing picking players that play in 2020. Okay. And yes. also, you get confused with Dupree's. So is it the right one? <laughs> Dan Dupree was the top seven. Okay, last year. Um, all right. Well, after that tasty and extended entree, let's get into our main course. And I believe that means it's time to um, get our special guest on the line. So, uh, Cole Calling, let's see how we go. All right. <clears throat> Cue the Skype sound effects. I mean, we don't call it Skype. We use professional software. Woofa, woofa. Mm. It's a long, dramatic pause. That's how I like it. That's how I roll. <laughs> this is great. On content. the edge. This is great content, right? Yeah. This is exciting stuff. Yeah. Some more rings. Could this be his best input for the day? <laughs> Some more. More rings. We really know how to fill some um, fill a pure time. Oh, oh. Wow. first one ever! All right, had to well, Wow. That just shows you this is this is raw stuff, guys. This is live. We don't we planned. don't josh you with this. Yeah, um, this is not planned. If, if we edit the podcast, it will only ever be to edit out one of Harry or Nelson. You know what I mean? Like that's that's, that's <laughs> what we can promise you. That's okay? a dream of mine to edit him out from a complete <laughs> podcast and still make it sound <laughs> like it was that like bit. we did to you yesterday. I don't know why I'm so happy. Brendan Nell just didn't yeah, pick up true, that ball. Yeah, we just lost our, our, our <laughs> guest for the And tonight. he was confirmed. We're not breaking this up. We Brendan Nell was we, on board. We know our stuff. Well, this we'll is, is going to be a bit tough considering that we know nothing about the South African po- uh, conference compared to the other two. Um, Look, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Obviously, I'm the Kiwi expert. You two are the Australian one. Oh, I don't know why you waste time in the Australian conference. But, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> look, I'm not going to lie. I was uh, a bit concerned that he wasn't going to come onto the line, onto the line, onto, on, when, the, on the line. When after confirming a couple of days ago, I just hadn't been able to get onto him today. So he's obviously uh, otherwise occupied with his actual job. So that's fair enough, fair play to him. Right. Uh, so I did contact Alex Tarr from the Elite Rugby Banter podcast. Uh, so all faithful. Oh mate, he'll, yeah. doesn't matter if Friend he's of the pod. doesn't matter if he's in the middle of a. Oh, he was middle of work. Yeah, <laughs> middle of work day. He said, "Mate, just he shoot said, your questions over. I'll answer them." So I sent him twenty five questions or so. If his boss is listening, this is outside his normal working hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, he doesn't work between eight and five, does he? Nine no, five, no, 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 no. Exactly. Okay, good. Uh, so look. Uh, shout out to him, Alex Tarr. Thank you very much for uh, answering a few of our questions and giving a South African opinion on the pod, which we'll obviously refer back to Do a you few mean times. A, a correct opinion? Is that what you meant? That's yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> you'll find them at Elite Rugby Band on Twitter uh, and also on Facebook, Elite Rugby Band. Start talking everything rugby. So go join their conversations. It's a really good forum and highly, highly recommend that. Yeah. Um, and uh, thank you, Alex, for being our foreign correspondent. And uh, And finally, so, Alex Tarr, we wish you all the best for your son, Peter Steph Dutar's birthday tomorrow. Fantastic name choice. That is, yeah. If, uh, when you're naming a child off, off Twitter polls, that's when you know that you're, you're doing it right. Look, if, if he actually does that, that's going to be pretty awesome. So. I, I, we will say, <laughs> as much as we don't want to be negative, Harry and I were all in on, on Stephen Perifetar. That was my favourite yes. as well. But, I'm sure sure I voted for We're, a bit, we're mean, a bit rugby player, Rugby World Player of the Year, like Peter Steph Dutar. You can't yeah, yeah. All that, so, um, yeah. Pretty amazing. Excellent. All right. Well, uh, with that then, without further ado, let's just rip into our main course um, yep. and see how we go. So, I'm hungry. 
Um, all right, so South African teams, uh, South African conference preview. Just looking at South African teams. Let's kick it off with the Lions. Fantastic. Um, who wants to Who wants to rip in? Um, uh, Nelson. Don't start at once. No, look, I, I was going to say there's the <laughs> the big thing that we're going to mention here, I suppose, before we get into actual new faces and losses is Malcolm Marks. So <laughs> before we do this, sorry. Yep. Can we just broadly say? Number one, there's been no information released on the resting policy for the South African team. Yeah, they suck. And we're two weeks out from the competition, three weeks out from the competition, yeah. and there's still no official lineup. It's as so, if they don't know that it's starting on the 31st yeah. of January. So look, I, I will say that it makes things much <clears throat> more difficult for us to organise, but we've tried to pull together as much information as we can for this. So we, we do expect it to change. I've released a blog on the South African podcast, uh, sorry, conference, conference preview yeah. as well. So I'll keep updating that as the information comes out. So always refer back to there, and then I would say one more thing: get your pad and pen out because there's going to be some high quality bulk info. I don't care if you're driving; get your pad and pen out, not your phone. It's illegal. Pad and pen. I'm pretty sure pad and pen might be frownable, but we'll yeah, frownable. Just, just don't. Okay? <laughs> um, you know, take mental notes. All right. Okay. So uh, yeah, Malcolm Marks, uh, obviously one of the first names picked, especially when you're talking South African who, conference. Let alone any conference. Who's he was our. Like? First pick in the draft last year. And probably would be again this year. He probably would be. So <laughs> um, he's mm, playing in you. Japan currently. And when does he get back? Do we have an, an official date? We do. June, June yeah. 2020. June. Well, June next year. That's good. 2020. We're in 2020 right now. This year. Yeah. Like next season. You guys are really sinking tonight. This is really good. I don't think you had to throw back the, the so, actual year he was back. To, to be season. clear, just because these two are just not really vibing right now. Yeah, Malcolm <laughs> Marks will be back in June. So, but he will be back at the end of the season. So he'll be back if the Lions do happen to uh, make Makes their way miles. into the finals. What a key smoky pick if they can sneak in. That's the best player to one, come back for the finals. Right? Yeah. yeah. One of the big things behind that as well is Robbie Kotsia has left as well. Their mm. backup hooker, who was quite good. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it means we're going to have to feel, see a, a rookie fill that um, roll and we'll go into that a little bit more detail. Well, we're, we're here now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Who Let's. Who's who, so, are, who are these rookie backups? So the two guys on the books really are Peter Janssen and Jan Henning Kampfer. Excellent. Nailed it. Thank you. You did that well. Uh, I, I went to Alex Tarr, father of Peter Steftu Tarr, and uh, <laughs> asked him about this one. And basically, he said, uh, "Look, neither of them are close to Marx's level." But no, really? he thinks that they'll prefer Janssen. Um, but either way, we won't see them get the luxury of the 70 minutes a game that Malcolm Marks was afforded. So yeah. if they're splitting their time, 50 then 50. obviously I don't think either of them are going to be really key, reliable. Yeah, it, I mean, we're, we're going off the back um, of last season where um, Jan Henning Kampfer was getting the run in the back end of the season as the backup, mm. um, but then Peter Janssen through the Curry Cup was actually selected above him. So we, we think that's the what's going to be the choice, but yeah, probably neither an, an amazing pick. Yeah. Excellent. All right, what, what about any other notable losses? Who else have we lost from the Lions um, for this season? Quagga Smith. Yep, notable. Check. Legend. Uh, although he's, he's been lost from the season, but don't worry. He's going to be in every single one of our intros because uh, Justin Marshall <laughs> talks about him being sent off into Boom! the next year. Yeah? Uh, <laughs> Down you go, Marcus Smith. Uh, uh, <clears throat> I'll, I'll let you say the name. Stefan, what's his last name? Levis! Yeah. 
Yep. He's, Best name, worst player. Correct. Nick Groom. <laughs> Somehow there's Quality out. number nine. Lionel Mapo. He was never Groom. Harold Vorster. Ruan mm. Combrick, although I don't think he played that the much. Pun- the Punisher. And then Tambwe and Mahuza the as Punisher, well. I the mean, Punisher who went from punishing like players on the field yeah. to punishing fantasy managers because I, I kept believing for way too long. There's yeah. so many more, but look, go 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 if you want to see the other guys aren't aren't maybe quite as big a names, they'll be in that uh in blog. blog. Yeah. Excellent. All right. What about guys in? Guys in? Um well, I mean, an absolute Springbok stalwart. Uh Yanni Duplessis. He's back to just put a Stamp on his legacy. He'd be pretty young, wouldn't he? He is. Is he retired? Like <laughs> from all careers by now? He <laughs> could be. Not I, from I think he retired from retiring yeah. and came back. How old is Yanni? 37. 37. Okay. Yes. So spring chicken. Um, I mean, look, in front row he is. Come on, that's not too bad. Um, yeah, that's where they peak, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah. Um, so anyway, we've got him coming back. We've got uh, Kalu Sadi from Storms. So he's, he's quite a big unit. He's a good um, prop. Yeah, so he'll be a good mm. pickup. He uh, got, yeah. Probably, probably slot in there. You reckon starting or bench? We think he's uh, probably going to start yeah. as the tight head prop. He's um, He got a lot of game time last year for the Stormers, so he, he'll be probably someone we get to see have a good crack um, this season. But if he's sharing that game time, he might not be getting the luxury that he did last season in terms of big minutes. Mm. So maybe we see him dropping down the ranks a little bit as well. Well, he's going to be sharing with Yanni, yeah? Yeah. 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 True, excellent. Tight heads. All right, uh, Frankie Horn, someone we are excited about. To, yeah, he, he was in our Young Gun South African podcast. He was, he was, and very excited about this young young number eight. Mm. Big unit, can score tries. Yep. Uh, big in for them. I don't know if he'll be playing every game, but he's a good smoky, I think. Absolutely. Um, who else we got in? We've got uh, Roll Off Smith from the Bulls. Yeah, he... just just a bit vocal. About how he felt at the Bulls. <laughs> That's it. Didn't feel he was treated particularly well. <clears throat> expect, he, he feels like he should have been starting every game, every minute. Um, and uh, it'll be interesting to see if he does for the Lions. And then um, another young gun, Willem Alberts. Mm. Uh, we've heard that name a few times. I love Alberts. I've got a soft spot for him. He's one of those players that may find snake his way to my fantasy team, even though he'll be absolute rubbish for fantasy. Yeah, oh, no. <laughs> it'll be so hard. He's definitely a bit of a legend, but yeah, he's 35 as well, so we're going to maybe discuss what role he'll God, fill. He's got bloody big shoulders, that bloke. I just want to see him crunch so much just <laughs> yeah. one last time, you know? Yeah. Mm. I think he'll be crunching his shoulders at his age, right? Probably, yeah. Uh, brittle, brittle bones. <laughs> the other guy I wanted to highlight was Duncan Matthews, just because of the, the fact that he's been playing. He's obviously a winger come across. <laughs> from the Bulls but he was playing in 12 at the 12 jersey which is definitely an option for the Lions as well so mm. it would be I'd be really interested to see how he to, goes to Just, fill that vacant yeah. 12 know, to, slot to clarify it, that was in Curry Cup he was playing that yeah. 12 yeah, which, yeah. 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 Um, but um he was a weapon scoring on the wing a few years back remember he just played a few games yeah, and Bulls, had a huge yeah. I, I'm a bit of a fan of him. I think he's, he's quite a good player. So it'll be interesting. We were talking about that's probably a weak spot for them in that 12 jersey. So that, I mean, it's adding some competition, adding a bit of depth there. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm not a fan. I think he's rubbish. But um, so so, <laughs> Will you be leaning to Dan Creel as the... I would. I would be leaning to Dan Creel, despite what the <clears throat> evidence does point to. But um, Well, we had one other option. That option was we let Sh- Sean Reynolds would start at 10 and Yantes moves out to the 12 jersey, giving them that sort of dual playmaker role, something that they did a little bit last year. Okay. And in, in the last of the new faces coming in, I've got a, a name that Harry really wants to say, just to run it out there. Harry, who have we got coming in? I haven't even got on my screen. Oh, it's right, it's right here for you. So what's his name? Uh, Kanye. It's his full name, though. You just said the last five letters of his. <laughs> <laughs> Asanati Untapakanye. Nice. Yeah, good. Very good. Did he? 
I think he came up in the Young Guns podcast as well. Yeah, he was. 50% because he's got a sick name. Um, yeah, yeah, that was definitely a, half of it. He was, I think it was a Rugby Pass article as well. One of the biggest rugby players in the world currently. He's 134 kilograms. He is a big boy. He is. He's a big young boy. He, we were watching his footage. He bumped some guys off and seemed to have a, a decent turn of pace for a guy that size. Hey, so now that we're on our own, when we go through the best 15s, we can actually go back to our strengths. So, Kug, front row, mate. Oh, good. All right. Well, Lead us. Uh, a favourite player of yours, Dylan Smith, oh, in there at number good. one. He was, he was awesome until he got he picked up an injury and he was did. out for about eight weeks or something yeah. midway through the season. But huge score. He started right off on fire. He was very good. Because uh, they really, it was interesting, they really, um, after they lost a few big ball carriers, uh, like Yako Creel and players like him, they mm. kind of relied on a few of their props to step up, and he yeah. really, he, man can carry and get through some work. So Dylan Smith, uh, we've said Peter Janssen in there for your starting hooker, and Carlo Sardi, we think most likely for your starting prop, and he's going to share time, as we said, with old mate Yanni Duplessis. Um, uh, Sithole is a Lu- uh, Lucy as well. Sithole is a loose head, probably. Yeah, okay, that's sure. right. So he, he's Dylan Smith's competition. Yeah, he's that's right. Or, or back up, mate. Let's say back up, Dylan Smith. Come on, mate. Um, <laughs> Nels, do you want to take us through the locks then? And the Lucys. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, get, uh, get the whole package in there. Right. Uh, so they don't have any locks, do they? Yeah, actually, <laughs> skip the locks. Um, <laughs> well, they've got Marvin Ori, so that's that's a, a good person to have in the in the locks, mm. and also Ryan Herbst. We were sort of having as their. We, we maybe he's going to be competing with Willem van der Um Those two are going to probably be competing, but we're, we're thinking it's going to start off probably with Herbst. Yeah, and well, our be, foreign to correspondent. Be, to be fair, we thought Herbst was rubbish. <laughs> yeah, well, well probably start with our him. foreign correspondent agrees. Yeah. Penalty magnet, and he was saying that he ha- they he hopes that they stick with uh, van der Slus. Um, so yep. we'll we'll see. Yep. But I think we're all on the same page there. Yep. Or he, he even said a smoky pick, bit of a Willem Alberts as a bit of a long shot, but a potential he, option. He, he is actually very tall, Alberts. He could probably slide in the lock. Like yeah, he's done it before in his career. He's quite he's quite a big boy though. I don't know how good of he's 191 centimeters and he's 119 kilograms. So not necessarily perfect to throw up in a line out. That's true. Um, um, we'll have to ask uh, our foreign correspondent for some uh, clarification on the pronunciation of uh, Vandersley as well. Yeah. So just, uh, and then rolling into that back row, this is one we had a little bit of different eyes, uh, ideas about, but a man that we loved last year, he was the super sub, was Manus Schumann, mm. uh, the shoe man. He, uh, for me, he's, he's going to be their open side um, flanker. He's, he's just brilliant at what he does. With Brother uh, Smith out of, finally out of the yeah, way. Yeah, and he, he stands up for me as that best fetcher open side role mm. um kyle brinks there as well we think he's going to be the blind side he's again he's a he's a, a decent quality player he's had a very good year yeah I, I think he's a very good player I, I really do like him i don't see him as a, as a more of a typical seven mm. um so, but i think they can work together perfectly um and then maybe hatchabai diamani um in that number eight role or to be fair we could see him on the wing or at number 12 or yeah well, who knows uh, yeah. or in playing we, sevens i don't know it's i was, was going to say he will play some sevens as well okay and obviously you can't leave villam alberts out of that conversation he is probably gonna be a, a someone who can slot into that that I'm sure, he's, eight. I'm sure he's not coming back for a holiday. Yeah, yeah and, exactly. And the only other guy who we touched on, so if um, Hachiba is playing sevens and away, Frankie Horn, that young gun, yep. you know, could could see some minutes there at eight. So. I've got another one for you. Yeah, here we go. Vincent Chituka. Yeah, ah, Chituka. How good yeah. was he? Mate, he was he was one of those players where we we, we all love that game where um, they just put Swiss all the young yeah, team. Yeah, get upset with all the oldies, put all the young 20, under-20s players in, 
and they absolutely lit it up. And then and they started and then winning. She, she took and managed to keep that role though. And yeah. He played a lot of minutes throughout the whole. He season. played like twelve games. I yeah. think he played yeah. open and blindside he's, all the way through. He, that's it. Exactly. Yeah, so versatile. Uh, to he's me, tall. he's probably yeah. To me, he's probably the perfect bencher. Mm. Being as young as he is, but man, he's a really good player. Absolutely. So. Big future, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, so we don't think we'll see him in a starting berth, though. We think we'll... Look, I mean... He, you never know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they did it last year, right? You might you might see him get an odd game, but I don't think he'll be the first choice. Yeah, if, if, if they don't, like, if they don't have, like, their locks absolutely crushing the line-out, then the option might be to bring him in so they have that third line-out option, because he is very tall. If so. you guys could pick one Lions Lucy, who would you pick if you had to pick one? Willem Albers, yeah. So. That's who you would pick, honestly? <laughs> I just love him so much. Okay. Uh, not because start. you like fantasy okay, players. Not a Schumann. Okay. Yeah, no, not a Schumann. Schumann for sure. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yours? How about yourself? Oh, I have to pee. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I don't know. Did you have an answer? No, this? I don't. Oh, uh, this, is, I, this is great. I think you, I'd, you I'd go Carl Brink. I think yeah. I'd go Carl Brink. Yeah. Now the Schumann, because we know whether he's playing seven minutes or eighty, he's given one hundred and ten percent for all of those minutes. Yeah, he is fantasy gold, and, and it's like he he he's a player out of every player I've ever seen who steps up more and more the closer he gets to the line, the more he wants the ball. So. All right, uh, let's move into the back. back. Let's do it. I'd love to. Russ Cronier at nine. I don't think there's any real no, no, uh, no, debate no. around there. Andre Warner has come across, and he's a very good player as well. But I think Cronier, he's only 30 years old. I don't think that's too old. He for, looks much uh, older. But yeah, yeah he, he, I, I, He's just a good player. He's I, a very good player. He, he's, I mean, that's you'd assume he'd be the guy that's going to be their go-to. Mm. Um, he has had, he's fallen in and out of form. Uh, I suppose over the last couple of years, but he is—he's quite a good player. He's very experienced. He's been. I feel like that's so like that seems to be so unfair to him. He's been very good. Well, I reckon two I, years ago he we, was better than he was this year. But I reckon I the, the motivation. He hasn't, he hasn't played. Do you not think? Year. I think the motivation—the <laughs> motivation's gone though, because like with Herschel Yanchis and some of these yeah. other great not flyers yeah. coming up, he's, he's not going to get a box jersey again. That's flyers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of fly halves, though, <laughs> segue. Uh, Elton Yanchis. Mm. We think that he'll play ten, and this is that one of those other conversations that we're talking about. Who takes that ten jersey, right? Well, he is a Springbok ten. Well, I threw and it. Played fly half about ninety percent. I threw, and he's the captain too this year. Also the captain, right? He's a uh, many factors adding up to him probably back ten. But I threw this to the foreign <laughs> correspondent. Oh, here we go. Uh, because he did play a little bit of ten, uh, 12 when uh, they had Sean Reynolds at 10 at the back end of the season. Right. Uh, he reckons that Sean Reynolds, though, might not even see the bench is if Johnny Lombard, who we all got wraps on, yes. is fit as well. So I think most likely we all agree Yanchis will play most of the season out at 10 and mm-hmm. lead the team from there. Um, but, you know, there is that possibility they could push out one spot and uh, and get a Lombard in there or a Sean oh, Yeah, there. I think I, for selfish reasons, that's entirely what I want to oh, say. Yeah. I want Lombard benching at 10 yeah. and uh, throwing yeah. out Green into Another that. Another one of those gun flyers. And Lombard also is the kind of player where, you know, like Elton sometimes just has bad games and you're yeah. just like, well, you're off. Get on yeah, Lombard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, like, yeah. just lift the energy. Exactly. All right. Uh, in the centres... So yep. the centers, we talked about that. We were saying the, the battle for the 12 jersey. 13 is obviously Wanda Silla Simonani. It's his time to shine. Cannot so wait. It's going to be sick to see this man get minutes week in, week out. It's going to be yep. good. Uh, look, I mean, this is a podcast, so people can't say us what to say. Yep. I get a semi-chub watching this guy. <laughs> watching his highlights, he is exciting. Yeah. Yep. And partnering Simonani, we've got so Dan Creel. Same for the 12s. We, we reckon it's going to start with Dan Creel. <clears throat> He's just your kind of conventional kind of bigger bloke Stable. who's going to hit there's us up. Of, I think there's a lot of teams in Super Rugby that have terrible number 12, so the Lions are probably going to be one of those. <laughs> yeah. 
to be fair. Let's be honest. Does then, anyone want Dan Creel as their starting 12? No. And Show we, of hands, no? Yeah, no. And then we just said, and uh, the, the other possibility is Pop, Duncan Matthews slotting in there just because we've seen some of that from the Curry Cup. And we seemed more excited about that, I think. Yeah. Uh, if we're going to roll out these, these wingers, uh, for me, I'd, I'm just going to say it right now. We, we're not too sure where Dianchi is with his... Thing. I know, exactly we, uh, is. we did have a little bit of a chat to our correspondents. Do you want to tell us what he filled us in with, Harry? Uh, oh, I didn't know that. No, did he say something about Jancha? I don't think he did. You asked him the question, but that's fine. Look, he basically—I I can, I can tell you the answer. Um, basically, he is meant to find out sometime in January the results of his <clears throat> test, but he obviously tested the, positive on his B sample. So the expectation is he's going to be banned for a number of years. And the yeah, the sound of it is it's comparing him to another player that we'll discuss a bit later. It is his first warning, but it is a beast sample as well. It doesn't so matter. It's yeah, mate, it's, two, it's, it's like two good. years minimum. You, you're done. Yeah, it's not good. Um, but that leaves some space for a couple of exciting players. We've got Cornell Scorsan on one of the wingers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a guy that we're, we're all excited for as well, Tyrone Green. And hopefully that man gets bulk minutes, and that is what I'm banking on. No D'Angie and Green fill that void. Is that where you want to see Tyrone Green in the wing jersey? No, I want to see Tyrone Green at 15. So who's going to take that? I want Andreas Coetzee not to be there. But he will be. <laughs> but he will be there. Andreas Coetzee was the most annoying player on my team last year because he scored. I picked him up and I couldn't get rid of him because he just had such a good average, but he, he was gets... the least exciting player. Like, yeah, Look, just... yeah he, he gets, zero, uh, he gets 0.48 points per minute. Um, he finished his three-round average with 46.3 in his last three games. Yeah. So he, for, he's someone you love to hate, um, but he can score fantasy points. Yeah. And, and also, we've had uh, Sylvian Mahusa has left, so there'll no longer be any confusion between uh, Scorsan <laughs> and Mahusa because they yeah, have the same haircut, <laughs> exactly the same. Yeah. Uh, and, and just a bit of depth in that outside backs, pushing for those spots. Duncan Matthews, as we mentioned before. Jumbo Ulengo come across from the Bulls. Yeah. He had that really bad tendon injury in his knee where he had to go over to like Switzerland yeah. or something because oh, yeah. they did yeah. some really weird... Operation Voodoo. to him, but apparently he's better now. Um, he just comes out and he's got like a like just a whole white mechanical knee. Yeah, he's, yeah. like, he's, oh, like, he's just had yeah. a whole leg like transplant. Like, yeah, so I mean, he he's a really exciting player. I really liked him. I don't know if he's going to have quite the same power and pace that he used to, but yeah. if he was back at his best, I wouldn't actually write him off taking one of those wing spots as well. I think sure. one last thing just to touch on as well is. Um, Ori went over to play in Japan. Uh, apparently, it was just alone. He was supposed to be back on the twenty sixth of December. He as far as it sounds, he's, I think he still might be over there. Yeah, oh, so no, they, Japan, sorry, he where? extended the loan. He was no, yeah, no, he was France. playing over in France. Yeah, um, they extended his loan over there so that he's been playing another game or two. But he'll it, be back. As far as we know, he's coming back. He yeah. should be back. It's only a, um, it's only a loan. Very good. All right. Well, with that, let's. Well, I think move along to the Sharks now. I mean. I think we should mention this because I don't know that it's assumed knowledge. Okay. Warren Whiteley, ah. assistant coach of the Lions. Ah. I don't know that that's completely confirmed yet, but that's what they're talking about because his knee is cactus and he will not be playing Super Rugby in 2020. Yep. Are you going to say you heard it here first? or you're not so They hear everything here first, mate. <laughs> it's a Zingers left, right, right and centre. Yeah. That's why they got their pad and pen at the start. No, we said no pad and pen, mate. Mental notes. Mental notes only. Um... All right, excellent. Well, let's move on, uh, and that will take us to the Sharks. The Sharks. Ah, the Sharks. So let's uh, let's start with how about some new faces? Oh no, no, sorry, losses. We did losses first. Yeah, so. we did. Good, good stick into the structure, mate. Excellent. The first one. 
Beast. Beast. Oh, you suck. That's terrible, but... Right. Can you always thighs them as well? He's Beast gone to sale. Interestingly, Beast is signed to play for the uh, Washington Old Glory over in the Major League Rugby. So. Yeah. You've, we've got in here bracket retirement. So he was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was retiring. That's, no, no, yeah. that's still retirement. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> he, he, looks like he, had, he looks like he had an awesome family holiday. He was over. He was sitting courtside at a Lakers game oh, yeah. recently. Mate, whatever, but, like, yeah. How about that? That front row. Beast, Cooney, Uckers. All gone. Yeah, that's smash. Pretty and what about that there. back row? Jean-Luc, oh. Dan, oh. and Rob Dupreez. Uh, Phil oh, no. Only two of those. Uh, <laughs> what about Philip <laughs> Vandervelt? All three of them together. As well, Philip Vandervelt, man. Yeah, Philip Vandervelt, yeah, very back good. Row, back row, right? So front row gone, back row gone. Mm. And we've got a better fly half starting, so that's fine. He wins. Kerbis Van Vyck didn't get a lot of game time, but obviously a very good player going to the Hurricanes. Center. Yep. Just that's where you would have expected. You like where would he play more wing? He played wing for them. Where would Kerbis end up? The Hurricanes. Chili boy Rallapelli. Silly boy. Yes, silly boy Rallapelli has had, I think, his third. Drug charge. I'm, I'm pretty, saying second. I'm pretty sure it's third. All right, you can go look at that. Silly boy Rallapelli also finding out in Japan his fate, but let's be honest, it's not looking good when you've been banned once more, maybe twice, uh, for <laughs> performance enhancing drugs, and uh, I'm sure that he will not be playing, surely. Excellent. All right, well, let's move on to some of the new players because I have no doubt Nelson will interrupt us when he is uh, done spending time looking for Silly boy Rallapelli's uh, numbers. So, new players. Uh, Singbutso. Uh, wow, that was not good. Uh, Notchi. Uh, Singbutso. Yeah, I just, whew, just didn't, uh, didn't come quickly. This is three one. times. Three times. There we go. I told yep. you he'd come through. So, three times for uh, uh, Chili Boy. Chili Boy. Chili Boy. Damn it. <laughs> um, all right, other new players. We've got Ox and Che. Um, player I'm excited about to see I'm him return. Him. Yeah, he's coming back from the Cheetahs. He, uh, by all reports, but also before, just before the Cheetahs left, he was just starting to really hit his stride. So, he. Um, He's, he's a big, mobile dude, but with ball in hand. He, yeah, he was a quite exciting player. Excellent. All right. Um, and other players, we've got uh, we've got a sevens player coming across. Nels, who do we have? Um, I wasn't listening. Uh, Werner Koch is not coming across. Oh, is it? No, he is. He's, he's coming in 2021. No, he's not. He's coming in August. <laughs> August. Mate, you're the one who said 2021. <laughs> no, no, August. August is after the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he is signed, so don't don't let that fool you. I think a few people are pretty excited to see him come across, but he won't be playing Super Rugby. And, and whilst perhaps not notable, Madosh Tamwe has decided that he's had enough being frustrated not getting any game time with the Lions, so he wants to come over to Durban and be frustrated not getting a game time in the Sharks. Yeah, I, I think that's the main thing. I, I actually think he, he's a very good <clears> winger. Yeah. But the issue is, he's just playing behind more... Well, he's just decided, he's decided to yeah, go behind he the, picked two, the, worst the two team starting Springbok winners, yeah. basically. But um, I guess he's hoping they get injured, or he'll be trying to injure one of them in training. But um, That's right. So, yes. Uh, all right, questions for uh, the Sharks. Um, well, let's, let's start with the team. Um, you want to go through our best team first? Yeah, yeah, and why the not? questions will reveal themselves. That's right. Well, why don't we mix it up, man? I reckon Ox Inche is going to be right. the loose head prop. Yep. Um, Karen Van Vuren, who is an exciting player, I really quite like him. Yeah, I think he's yeah, twenty or twenty-one. Yeah. He's, he's a very talented player, so he'll fill that vo- void. And then we'll have Thomas, the tank engine, Dutoit, mm. uh, shifting across into that tight head role, shifting back again. Yeah, like the third or fourth career change that to make. It's a train, mate. You put him where where he needs to go. Mm. Um, excellent. All right, that takes us to the locks. Uh, Ruben Van Heerden. Yes. Um, big wraps on him. Uh, did he come across from the Bulls, or was he in the... Sh- no, he was in the Sharks. No, he was there, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and here on... And- higher on Andrews? Yeah. Here on? Higher on? you got a higher Andrews into your team. Um, mm. Yeah, so he'll get a starting berth. He was starting to play a little bit better. He had a few pretty solid fantasy performances last year, actually. Um, but, yeah, that brings us to the next big question, basically, uh, for the Sharks, which is, 
with their whole back row basically departing, who who is going to step up and, t- and nail down those positions in the back row? Uh, we'll throw this one, should we, to the foreign correspondent? Let's yes. do it. What do we got? Uh, father of Peter Steph Dutar uh, says <laughs> he thinks that they're going to have James Venter, Puta Lazy, Fepsi, mm. and uh, and Notche to start with Henko Venter on the bench. But realistically, you know, he, he agrees with us when we're having this very brief conversation with him that it's super, super hard to pick at the yeah. moment. I think we had one change, didn't we? We had Tyler Paul in there instead of uh, Venter. Yeah, but, but I, mean, I mean, who knows? It's Tyler Paul as well. So The, the funny thing is we're all saying Fepsi, the South African under-20s captain, is going to start. He was getting a lot of game time for the Sharks in the, Sharks in the Curry Cup. Mm. And, uh, and he's obviously very highly rated, but uh, he could play open side or blind side by the looks of it. Yeah. Yep. Very good. All right. Well, that does our back row. Um, I think it's pretty, again, just like the line's pretty clear in the, the scrum half. We're going to have Louis Schrader. Yep. Who will still be El Capitan. El Capitan again. And uh, just as clear in the fly half, Kerwin Bosch, finally. God, the guy must be relieved. Um, getting his time to shine. So. We're relieved. Finally. He's obviously an absolute weapon. So, I mean, we've already put it set at the top of this podcast in the entree that we can't wait. Mm. Um, uh, Alex was saying that he reckons that he's going to have a belter a year as well. So I think it's pretty unanimous. Mm-hmm. He's got a bit of Quade Cooper about him. So, you know, high risk, high reward. But as a fantasy player, it's the kind of guy that you want. And I, I honestly think he's got a little bit more pace than Quade Cooper does. So he might not have anything on his footwork or, or foot speed. Not as much of an offload. But his the ability to break the line with yeah. his pace, I think, makes him a, probably a better okay. fantasy pick. I think that's the that's the difference. In oh, quite, look, quite, I, mean, quite, quite, I think top assists last year in Super Rugby. But, well, um, let's, let's not, he's a fantastic player. I'm not knocking Quaid. Bosch won't be assisting. Yeah. Mate. He'll be running. I won't necessarily say like he's definitely a better fantasy player. Like mm. um, Craig, Craig Cooper in 2015, he topped like five or six stats. Like he, he had. Double or triple anyone else for yeah, but he was never. But he was never a great fantasy player. He was a great player player. I'm I telling mean, you, I, I'm, I've looked back many times. With, every year that Quaid plays, I'm like, oh, maybe I'll pick him this year. And then you like, look at his stats, he's like, oh, he's not he a bit like 43 offloads or something in 2015. Oh, awesome player. That's <laughs> true. That's because he didn't want to get tackled ever. He was just yeah. like throwing it over his shoulder, <laughs> yeah, throwing yeah. it on the air, whatever. Yeah. Um, Fantastic player. All right, very good. Well, that brings us to the centres. And uh, as we, I think we already touched on, uh, Andre Esterheise. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, the question was... No, we, we didn't. We said we were going to come back to it. So okay, we, you know, there's, a, I think, a lot of confusion at the moment about Andre Esterheise. And is the Giant going to play? Is he not going to play? He's signed over in Japan, but he's been playing there since 2017. And every year he's been coming back to start the season and play the full Super Rugby season out. I was now, just thinking right now, we should actually just send him a direct tweet. Mate, are you playing? (laughs) Let's do that. Um, So, the question is, will he be back? Uh, Kagi, you had some thoughts on that? Well, uh, so he... Look, in previous years, yeah, he's played in Japan in the off-seasons, come back, played for the Sharks. Um, Right now, the the season dates have have changed. So, this is the first time that the top league is kicking off uh, very soon. I think the 18th of January. Um, yeah, I think yeah, it was that weekend, 16th or whatever. So yeah, they had to move their dates because obviously they were hosting the Rugby World Cup, which probably took a Seems little more precedence. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it uh, remains to be seen whether Esterheisen is still just going to play that top league season and then, like Malcolm Marks, come back in June for the end of the, the Super Rugby season. Uh, or, I mean, there's been a lot of videos of him back home uh, the last couple of weeks training with the Sharks, kind of promoting the Sharks. I don't know if they're just trying to get all their promo footage in right now with 
Esther Heisen and then um, and he's necking off. So we'll have to uh, you have to watch watch this space. Look, he did say a big thank you to all the fans, and he makes them want to get out on the paddock and play in front of them. Yeah, so that that is a little bit. I don't know. I'm yeah, not 100 percent sure he'll be back for well, at Alex the Tar, double R, um, says that apparently all the, if you're looking him up, <coughs> says that uh, apparently all the South African contracts over in Japan are, are generally timed so that they're back for the start of the Super Rugby season. So obviously that's worked very well in the past for them. Yep. It's probably not possible this time around. Do you, do you sign a contract to play one game? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a Sunny Bill type. Or sign a contract. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, right. Yes. Sign a contract to play no games. Yeah. So, mm. wait, watch this space. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll definitely keep you updated as we hear more. Yeah, all right, excellent. Well, if we, if we don't have Andre Sarsen playing inside centre, who who will we have be playing inside centre? Because outside centre is locked down. We've got Lukanyo Arm, um, came off a great Springboks campaign. So uh, my um, I'd be probably leaning towards Jeremy Ward. Is he still there? Yep. Yeah, yeah, he's still there. And he's he was a backup fly half now, I think. And he was also a co-captain of the Curry Cup side. Was he? Right. Yeah. So someone say the warden of the side. Yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah, um, yeah. He so he he got a couple of games last year, so I think he'd be the the most notable name there. Ah, uh, is he? I, I actually don't actually have his name on there now that I've said that. I don't think. But he's, uh, he's in the squad. I know. Marius Lowe is. Oh no, sorry, I take it back. He's, Marius Lowe. Marius Lowe is the other one as well. Right, he's the yeah. one who he, he, he's the man bun. Um, he's nothing yeah. really too exciting. To no, but not really. He has that big frame. He's like, but he's like a mini Andre Sarsen, but just not particularly. The funny. little giant. Didn't he get a red card last year? Or something? <laughs> Didn't he come on and get like a red card last year? Was that? Oh, I think you're right. Yeah, it was utterly useless. But um, all right. Well, anyway, watch this space as we said. We're all obviously hoping the giant plays. Uh, yep. So we'll see how we go. Outside backs, I got Mapimpi, <clears throat> Unkosi, and Afalele Fasi. Now that is a fantastic back three. That say. is awesome. And that I is think fire right there. That's great to see Afalele Fasi get that spot as well. If he does, he was um, lightning. He was such an Electric. exciting player. So I mean, having Bosch move to ten gives him that chance, and I think it really just. It gives them a lot more options, which is going to be exciting to see. And also, hopefully, with a you know, he's still super young, so another year of training under the belt. Hopefully, he's put on a couple more kilos, and he can't get anything but better with some bit more game time. And as we said before, that fifteen jersey in the Springboks kind of open. Dylan Lades, a couple of other people trying to make their names for that. Warwick Warwick Um yeah, like he's right. going to be trying to best. Two questions left for you, fellas. Mm-hmm. Kerwin Bosch, how good is he going to be as a starting fly half? Keeping in mind that Bowden Barrett was the top fly half last year with a 47 average. What roughly do you think he's going to be ranked and what's his average going to be at the end of the year? I reckon Kerwin Bosch is going to be second or third ranked fly half in Super Rugby 2020. Wow. And what I think his average will be at the end of the year? I'll take a punt. I'm, going to be, I'm not prepared to say it'll be over the 40s. But I'm gonna go with like a, I'm gonna go with like a 37. Oh, oh mate! So just lower than Bryce Hegarty was. Yeah, I was uh, <laughs> the Bryce Hegarty who I traded away. Doesn't that just seem wrong? It does. I was sitting at probably 38, literally before you put 37. That's, but yeah, I also that's what I did it. Mate. I read you yeah, But I also feel like that maybe he's gonna sit that little bit lower than than what we're sort of hoping for. And that's not a big shift. Maybe it's 36. I'll jump on the other side of you. I would... All right, Harry, you're going to you gonna, you gonna go up. I can tell Harry's going to yeah, go up. Yeah, yeah, I am. He's I going am. 40. He's I'm going not 40. letting Bryce Hegarty beat him. 39.5. <laughs> oh, no one's prepared to go over the nah, 40. I'm not. No, he's not going to win. Okay, well, last, that's, last that's question. That's a pretty good indication that we're all landed pretty similar. Yeah. So, yeah. Last question, Smokies, guys. Who are the ones that you would pick up in like a you know 21st pick, just trying to hold someone, uh, well, see if something happens? I'm, I'm excited about Butelesi, so um, I, I, I want to see what Pepsi Max can do. Um, you know, if he he's one of those guys where 
he could just get a bunch of game time and could be sick. You know what I mean? Like could yep. be the next one of the next big things. So I think another one is uh, Mizamo Majola. Yeah. Um, he's just one of those young props that knows how to score, score points. He had zero point five three points per minute when he had the chance last year. Huge. Mm. Who was the player you were saying before? It was point four eight? Is like a yeah. Andreas Kutsia. So he's got a higher scoring rate per minute than Kutsia. Yeah. I mean, he was obviously playing many minutes. He he wasn't playing many minutes. Doesn't matter. In the the last three games of the season, he did get thirty three point seven average, and still, I think some of those were off the bench. So he's got the ability to score some points. Um, I I mean, I I wouldn't be assuming we're going to see him unless there's some injuries there. But yeah, he's a super athletic prop. I'm excited about him. Yeah, true. Excellent. All right. Well, let's move on to the Bulls. Yes, let's let's just knock out new faces straight away. Mornay Stain, old man, he's back. New faces, old Andre Kruger. I think he's actually older than Mornay Stain. Could be old, old faces, faces well. yep. New old and faces. Josh Strauss, another new, another old. old. <laughs> fresh, <laughs> off, fresh off uh, the starting number eight jersey for South, uh, for Scotland, Scotland in that World Cup. That's so, right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, losses. Losses, uh, no, you know, not, oh, no, so no big ones. Just Andre Pollard. This is ridiculous. Jesse Creel. Just roll through them. Lou Diaga. R.G. <clears throat> Snyman, Dwayne Vermeulen, Shawk Britt. Are we, sorry, we're not the there's Bulls. More. We're oh, there's the Bulls, more. Or is this yeah, the Springboks that we're doing? There's there's more. Are you getting tired? I can take yeah. over. Yeah, do you want to take over? We so go from Shawk Britt, then yeah. we go to Jason Jenkins, Yanis Kirsten, Paul Schumann, Roloff Schmidt, Hanro Liebenberg, Travis Ishmael, and Duncan Matthews. And the ones I didn't want to mention, but let's just keep stressing this point. Conrad Van Voren has gone to the Summers. Good prop. Yeah. Uh, Thembalani Bolli to the Southern Kings. He's a solid loose forward. Even Andre Starson was he was up and coming. Yeah. Like lock back around. And Andre Warner over the halfback to the Lions, who was playing a lot of minutes for them. I still think he's rubbish. But, uh, yeah, but, but you know, just a lot of good players. I mean, that is and, insane. That and also, RG's brother, Ellie Snyman. You've got the last name Snowman that's still there. Yeah, that's... Not related, yeah, but... Um, <laughs> but he that, also that last was... name makes it so much more... <laughs> yeah, he was also another, like, yeah, young gun. So, yeah, um, so yeah uh, the Bulls... So, I... logically, they have no players that you've ever heard of for their 15, right? No, they're not. Uh, <laughs> now, all right, well, shall we just jump straight in? Let's go through what we think the best 15 is, and the <clears> questions <throat> will... Uh, yeah, why not? Answer. All right, so I'll take us through the front row. Guboka, the best prop of Super Rugby 2019. He also, he's the the top remaining player from their squad in terms of average points per game. In the whole South African, or all South Africans? No, no, not for average points per game. That was for total points. So he was fourth in the the Bulls for points per game. Anyway, so... But the top point scorer for anyone in the South African conference, that's going into 2020. That's why he's in my top. Oh, no, he wasn't. I didn't pick him. Yeah, you didn't pick him, mate. No. <laughs> um, yeah, he, he's going to do nothing but further try to press his claim for that Springbok jersey. Yep, yeah, and, uh, he's awesome. really pushing for the next four years. Right so four years, he'll awesome. be very good. Um, nice. in, in at the hooker position, Jakob Asagi. I mean, I'm hoping it's Edgar Maratule comes out from nowhere, but it's going to be Jakob Asagi. Yeah, sadly dis- Maratule is a little bit too old, I think. He is, and Asagi just disappoints us every year. But uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mate, prove us wrong, mate. Um, yeah, let's not pick him. And then uh, fan favorite Trevor Nikane, the Salmon Dance himself, the big man, the Springbok. He'll be in there bribing everyone's, uh, everyone's days. Nelson, the locks. So this next one straight into the locks, Andreas Ferreira. So we've actually um, hit up Alex Tarr and um, said, did he think Fa- we're going to... Father of what? Uh, Peter Steff, do yeah. yeah, I think mm. that's what it was. Um, so, and he agrees, yes. He's, he's Apparently he is still there. He's going to go straight into that starting side, you'd assume so, um, and get some use out of him. And he'll be partnered there with Jondre Kruger, mm. is our assumption. The old man. Um, Marco Van Staden will be in the back row. He picks himself, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean, he. Oh, he's a weapon. He'd be someone I'd be locking in for sure. And good fantasy we, points. When he can stay healthy, 
very good fantasy. Well, this is the player. thing when he's now got a lock on that jersey because he has to share so much time. When he's now got a lock on that jersey, he'll be a great fantasy picker. Mm. Yeah, and then we're locking Josh Strauss in as that number eight um, role. He's the the Scottish number eight. Um, yeah, he's did. returned back to South Africa. Um, Captain the Lions. Yeah. Um, You'd be crazy not to. Let, let's be honest; those two, they're they're, they're absolutely starting. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're hundred percent in. Um, throwing the other name out there that we think we're thinking it's going to be Ryan Steenkamp. Um, but otherwise, insert, in, insert any of the other six back rowers. Yeah, it literally it could be pretty much anyone else there. So. Well, uh, Alex was saying non contawa Abongile non contawana. That was very good. Thank you. Uh, at eight for the Bulls. But it's more likely that they'll play Steenkamp. So I think uh, a good one to watch in the warm-up games. And there's also Tim, Tim McGubber, the guy from Sevens, who I was excited about last year, didn't deliver any form. Ah, yeah. But, um, you know, he's yeah. no, a no, handy yeah. replacement. Yeah. Um, all right, that's the back row. Uh, on to the halves. Uh, Ambrose Papire. I was just going to say before we before we kick on, Ruan Nortje, the uh, lock, a very young guy, is also oh, yeah. meant to be very good as well. So, That's true. of Raps course, I mean, you're not going to see him start at the start of the year, but a, a good player moving forwards as well. And I think he was getting some good game time through the Curry Cup. Well, considering that their two locks are both these old old blokes, we, we may as well we might see him get more more time than not. I mean, old blokes pull pull hammies and pull cards. So. They do. They do. <laughs> That's why you have a job. Uh, mm. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, so the, in the halves, yeah, Papier, um, I reckon he'll definitely be your starting scrum half, no questions there. I don't even know who's behind him. I was going to say, I think there are some questions. Ivan Van Ziel managed to keep him out yeah. of a jersey all last year, but I think it's a unanimous vote that we want Ambrose Papier to get a good chance. But Although, he, he's, <clears throat> he's all hype still. I still don't think he's quite performed what he Actually, needs to. Well, this is how I see it. I feel like the Bulls are just going to be how they feel on the day. They're either going to go with the most boring halves pairing ever of Ivan Van Zyl and Mornay Stain, or they're going to go with the exciting young Ambrose Papier and Manny Libok. Who do you think is going to start more games, Manny Leboc or Mornay Stain? That's, that's the question of this year. Um, I reckon, you know, just knowing the Bulls and how like sentimental they all are about Mornay Stain, I reckon that they'll like let him see this year out with the majority of the time, which also means that um, it's going to be an even more of a penalty goal fest than it has been in the past. Mm. So Manny Leboc was in that uh, YouTube video that we frothed over for an entire podcast where he was playing <laughs> with Cohen Bosch. Did we mention that a few times? Yeah, yeah. I, mean, yeah. I put it in the show notes as well. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. But uh, point being, he's the same age as those guys. Like, if he has to sit out, and, and, and it's a great point by Alex, if he sits out another year sitting behind an old man, Mornay, who's probably him. got one year, learning off him, sure, but... Yeah, what, learning to kick what, what he's, yeah, about yeah. He's going to watch his career go past while Mental he watches... It, 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 it actually should be Mornay that has been brought in as a kicking coach for Manny Libok. That's what this yeah, is. Maybe be. he has been. <laughs> like, so, that's to, your point, to your point, Harry. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think you'll probably... There was a really good discussion I was having uh, with, I think, again, one of the ERB boys where they were kind of saying that you might see against the South African physical teams oh, you yeah. play like a Mornay Stain and when it's a bit more up-tempo against the Kiwis or the Aussies then let's not say the Aussies but when you can just choose whoever you feel like yeah. then maybe <laughs> they, they blood money the bock a little bit more so maybe they kind of share some game time they don't, they don't, Mornay doesn't go away on tour basically he just plays the home game. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's exactly that's it, like. it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so in the centres we've got El Capitan Berger Odendal great case, first name terrible player in case you're getting hungry yeah you you really don't like him 
You know what, about three years ago when he first came on board and he was scoring some good fantasy points, I liked him, but there's just something about his head and his haircut and (laughs) his game that just doesn't do it for me. Yeah, he he did sort of come onto the scene and have a little bit of excitement to him and that has faded away. Yeah. Well, you're going to have to hope he steps up this year because he's not going to be overshadowed by Springbok centre pair uh, Mm. partner Jesse Creel anymore, so... um, Yeah. Who, who do we think is going to be replacing Jesse Creel? Who's going to be filling those big boots? We think most likely Dylan Sage, the South African Sevens player, the Blitzbocker. Um, but look, again, went to the foreign correspondent, says he, he probably going to want to redeem himself from his Olympic performance in Tokyo uh, later this year. So he's probably going to spend a lot of time with him. Um, it, it's We don't know yet what the... Uh, rules are around how much time these guys that are established sevens players need to spend with the the, uh, the team, but he's one that's quite likely to have a proper crack at it. Yeah, any time that South Africans want to come out with that information, that'd be fantastic. Chatting about um, another sevens player, Roscoe Speckman, obviously he's an absolute freak of nature and they're going to want to have him around, but he's also sort of come out and said his intentions are probably to be is that not right? Yes, that's not right. Wrong player. Yeah, no, Roscoe is Roscoe is one hundred percent going to play as much sevens as he can. He's basically the no, best. no. I think he's. I, I disagree. He said with he's this. got. A, he's locked down for that spot, so he'll he'll be able to bounce in and out. Oh, yeah, not, that's yeah. what I think. What I was going to say is that he is one of the top like players in World Rugby Sevens for yep. sure. Oh, 100% so he you is. think he's one of the few players that is so good? He's got that on lock. That he's going to the Olympics. Regardless. He's got this. Yeah. yeah. So, so he I can think, play more 15. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Okay. We're all on the same page. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we are arguing about being agreeable. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Does that, has that ever happened before? I don't know. Never. <laughs> First Excellent. podcast right. argument, guys. Well done. We really rolled with it. All right. Yeah, and, so we, and in rounding it out, we've got uh, Warwick Khalat, who, um, I don't know, like last year he was rubbish. <laughs> Two years ago he was fantastic. What's uh, what's 2020 uh, Warwick Khalat got in store for us? What do you think? Nothing. Do we reckon that now that that, that Willie LaRue's moving on, that 15 jersey is, is there? Like, in no, theory, in theory he's now the incumbent. Yeah, he, he's not going to get it. No, 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 he's not. In theory, it's Valemsi who played as the backup in the World Cup. I agree. That's also true. Did he yeah, go no. to the World Cup? Yeah. No, 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 no. He did he didn't. Not go. He got, I think he, he, got played, I think he, he played leading up to the World yeah, Cup. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Going to it, right? I don't think so. He might uh, have injured as well. Yeah, yeah, maybe actually. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to have a look it up. But the other one is Devan Rousseau. Uh, he was... I don't think I expected much of him, but he was a very good player at fullback. Yeah, he was actually. But do you reckon, or are we just comparing him to a really terrible Warwick Hollande? Um, <laughs> like, I don't know. Well, that's that's his competition. True. No, I thought Rousseau was actually pretty good. But um, did we mention the other winger, Cornell Hendricks? Because he's he's probably... out of Apart from Speckman, um, he's probably the player that excites me the oh. most. Hendricks, Hendricks, he just came back to life, didn't he? Stan yeah, corrected. Halant did play against Namibia and Canada in the World Cup. Yeah, so okay. I thought he was the other one too. But, but yeah, so Hendricks, hopefully for another big year from him. He was looking absolutely outstanding last year. Um, I mean, we, we can also throw Money Lebok in that conversation as in well. The, in the 15, not in the wing, 15. 15 yeah, that's right. Sorry. Yeah, sorry, absolutely. And, and even Jade Stigling. He's, he's a good player as well. Stigling. you got to like really get into that. Yeah. Well, you know, I didn't need to because you nailed it. Excellent. Um, all right, so I think... Yeah, that's who's, who's our smoky for the team? Ah, uh, look, I just mentioned him, it's Manny Leboc. Yeah, if he gets that crack, I think he's he's lying. He's an exciting player, and he, he can make things happen. Another one of these bloody five eights from South Africa. Basically, there's a YouTube video where they made <laughs> up the entire backline, and they're phenomenal. Is it? See, 
What do we think? I just want to know what do you guys think of what can we expect from Josh Strauss though? Like, as in, obviously he's not going to be a Dwayne Vermeulen, but I, I think I've got big expectations from him. As in, like, I'm thinking a mid, at least a mid thirties average player. Like, yeah, well, to, to me, and obviously we don't get to see a lot of Six Nations down here in Australia, but especially with the time zones. But I just feel like he's a big work rate player, mm. and he's got some physicality that you might see him break the odd tackle or throw the odd mm. offload that will give him that edge on a fantasy score as well. So I think he should be very good, and obviously he's a guy that isn't on a lot of people's minds. So, if anything, I think he'll probably go lower in the draft than he should. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. throw it out there. The bloke's six foot seven. He's 201 centimetres. So, if he's a back back rower, right. he can be a, a line-out option. Yeah. Um, so, there's, there's other yeah. things out there that can, that can get him points. He's a workhorse. He's got the ability to do some of the stuff with like, mm. run hard, ball in hand. But mm. he can also get you some line-outs. Yeah. Very good. All right. Well, let's uh, move on to the fourth and final team in the South African uh, teams for the Super Rugby 2020. Let's yes. get on to the Stormers. I think um, Stormers perhaps uh, one of the strongest squads. I think definitely one of the strongest squads. I mean, I feel like they always are and they always disappoint, to be honest with you. But yeah, yeah really, really excited to see them go. New coach, John Dobson. We touched on that in uh, one of our earlier podcasts. I feel like um, he's one of the only coaches coming in where the South Africans <clears throat> actually like him. That's it. That's <laughs> it. I think. I think the Stormers are what the South Africans feel the most positive about. You have to correct us. Uh, if we're even not, though, I, I even know, though I they've gone broke, yeah, they've yeah. gone broke. They're selling their stadium. <laughs> this is their last year in their home stadium. But other than that, other than the fact that the admin team are complete morons. True. I mean, I, I was going to say we haven't <clears> checked in on the water supplies in uh, Cape Town either, but um, <laughs> yeah. we shouldn't be talking about that over in Australia, considering the whole of our country is on fire. But. Um, <laughs> No, uh, all right, well, let's get into the team. You're an Loss- insensitive bloke, mate. That's fine. <laughs> all right, let's get into the losses. So there's some pretty big, obviously notable losses there. Even Atzabeth, um, not a man you can Perennial, replace. Perennially disappointed me in fantasy. Yeah. He, he was in fantasy. Uh, after many warnings from Harry <laughs> and everyone, <laughs> still disappointed me. Um, um, Damien Dialende, you might have heard of him before. God, how good was his World Cup? Can yeah, I say, far I, out. I, I did... I, I don't know why I didn't mention this till now, but I did read somewhere that he might be a chance of coming back in at the end of the season. Because he's, right? he's over in Japan. I think there might be a similar type of deal. He might no, he's playing for Munster, as, Munster well. as well. So he's got the dual... Yeah, he's playing for Wild Knights oh, and okay. Munster. Well, I don't know what I read, but it, it said that he might be a chance to come back in for the for the end of the Super Rugby season at Springboks. So. That, that was one of the best stories for me of the World Cup in oh. individual players because I've loved Damien Dillander oh, all the way through and he caught so much flack mm. and to see him be so, so good... At the yeah. right time. Oh, I love Pete. him. Pete. Yeah, exactly. He can retire a happy man after that. 100%. Yeah, so... Um, Anything he does from here is like, who cares? Yeah, you're, not, you're not beating that. He signed no. the contract off the back, back of it. He's, he's done. Uh, Sikambuzo Notche as well uh, has has gone over to the Sharks. We mentioned that a little bit earlier as well. He wants, he wants that game time. He wants that starting, <laughs> starting jersey. He's been, he's been their bench solution. I'm not sure why we're mentioning him, but JJ Engelbrecht, the bounty hunter. Here's the name. Is it because of the bounty hunter? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We don't, don't, no, no, no more. <laughs> I was going to say he's, he's got a new TV show on um, Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah, so, okay. yeah. Dan Creel, we mentioned before, has gone over to the Lions to try and get a start over there as well. Mm. Uh, SP Marais, I think they've just punted him out the door. And ooh, Villewen has gone to the Leicester yeah, Tigers. Not a man that did much last year. No, nah, I don't like him. He had he had half an eyebrow <clears throat> more than Harry though. <laughs> <laughs> um, excellent. Right, That's well, a whole half an hour. <laughs> let's get on to the uh, the best fifteen. Um, and whew, what a front row! I'd say. Oh, look, oh, sh- should we mention this one person that we we think is a new face, probably worthwhile mentioning? Oh, probably actually. Yeah, that Rick that, that is the structure we've been going with. That's a, that's a fun name to say as well. It is. It sounds like you're doing. It sounds like a spell. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, I feel like we said the exact same thing <laughs> in the uh, Young Guns podcast where I we mentioned we it. Did. 
and you go, oh, it sounds like a spell. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it does. So that just proves the point. But um, yeah, well, I mean, who, who's he? Uh, look, Alex Tarr reckons he has to start, um, which is a pretty big, um, a pretty big thing from there. He's saying as a replacement for for DDA, mm. um, which is big, big shoes to fill in terms of his, his recent form. Um, Dan Duplessis might slot in at, at 13 and ruin Nell if he if he's sort of not rushed back from that sevens platform there. So there's a few options there, but I mean he could be an exciting guy if he gets that shot. It's a tough one for ruin Nell, isn't it? Like obviously you want to go to the Olympics, you want to go play sevens. So he's yeah. pretty he's he's pretty well locked into that. Like he's he's been around that sevens environment for a while, but, mm. but also are... he has he really has this opportunity to lock down that 13 Stormers jersey mm. and really like you know if he does really well there in a, in a good Stormers team he could push he could push for Springbok selection so yeah he's, he's obviously a very talented player it's a big big year for right now but um, I don't know I reckon well we're uh, on the back line why don't we keep going yeah, why not? Yeah, I was just going to say, so, yeah, what, what, what do you guys think? Rigorous Pretorius, Dan Dupasee. I've never really liked Dan Dupasee. I, I don't think he's added anything special for mine. I've, he's look, not I'm, big, he's not particularly fast. He's I'm, just not, kinda... I'm not his biggest fan, uh, but, I mean, I, I wouldn't be overly surprised if we see him start the season hmm. um, and Rigorous Pretorius gets a, a shot off the bench and then, I mean, he, he's got that chance to take over. Big unit, Rigorous Pretorius. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with Nelson. I, I just feel like you, they don't really throw young guys in as quickly as we ever think they will. We're all excited about him because he's performed so well in the juniors. Mm. <clears throat> I think when Dan Duplessis gets in there and does absolutely nothing with his opportunity, the door <laughs> will be left ajar. But uh, I think if you're picking him up in the draft, initial draft, then you're probably going to have to hold him for a few weeks. Yep. Excellent. All right. Well, as you said, yeah, look, we start on the back line, so let's finish it out. What, what about the back three? So... Um They've got some pretty exciting electric players. But well, one of one of my top picks, are possibly going to be the best player in South Africa for that. I said Dylan Lades will be in the fullback jersey. <laughs> That's it, and and he's going to enjoy probably locking down that fullback jersey. He's kind of had to go between wing and fullback quite a bit. Was he mm. playing more fullback last year? No, sorry, Damien Valencia was playing fullback. So yeah, yeah, um, but that will no longer happen. So Lades, as we mentioned before, will be loving that chance at fifteen because he he can push that Springbok jersey yeah. and he gets to be a bit more creative back there. To put it out there, he had the top average points for the Stormers last year on thirty six point one. Yeah, very good player. So wingers, we've got Sibalo Sinatla. Who same question? How much sevens will he play? He's, I reckon he's probably in a pretty similar vein to um, Roscoe Speckman. No, know? he's actually literally said, I don't care about sevens. I want a Springboks jersey. He wants to play 15s all the way through the year, including the internationals. That's so true. I, I completely think, forgot that we said that about 10 minutes ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so he's, he's the guy that I think if he has a look in, he will not go to sevens at all. Right. If he feels like he has no chance, he might just kind of go, oh, well, I'll just play another Olympics one. Yeah, I'll just go get a gold medal. Like, yeah, yeah, that's right. They're, they're definitely <laughs> red-hot favourites, the Blitzbox, for sure. Oh, they're right up there. They're yeah, it's unreal. definitely some good sides up there, though. Oh, there's definitely, there's, no, for sure. Red-hot favourites is a big call, mate. Fiji are on fire as well. All right. I, I reckon if uh, and other winger, uh, Sir Jill Peterson, um, who is a player who can really excite. Um, absolutely, tore, I think last last year we talked about his Curry Cup. Um, oh. He was top try scorer, absolutely ripped yeah. it up. I don't know how he Nine got Nine tries, I think cup. he got. Then he got injured, did his knee, and missed the entire Super Rugby season. He's a player we want to see some more of. But um, yeah, okay. And, and in terms of finishing out the back line, we've got yeah, Damien Valencia at 10. We're all psyched <sighs> to see him. He'll be yes, starting every please. game, get, gets that into you. And <clears throat> even more exciting, we'll probably see the starting Herschel Yachis, the hero of that World Cup. He's, what is he, he's 20? Had like the year of... Imagine he's having the year he had last year. That is oh, unbelievable. Let's, let's put it out there. He, he's got 0.59 points per minute. His three-round average at the back end of the year was 
point seven. Oh, it's unbelievable. If this man is getting decent minutes, which he should be, mm. he could he could be one of the top players there. He, does, he doesn't have that much competition. Yanov Mark, am I right in thinking he's old and, he's and past old, it? Yeah, he's old and past it. Good player, but old and past it. Mm. And Justin Phillips is and Paul Devet. I don't think they'll fully establish themselves. Justin Phillips, the world's angriest little man. Yeah. yeah. Look, good, good, again, another good player, but Herschel Janchez is a class above. Absolutely. And, and can, we, can we go as far to say, I reckon we can, most exciting halves pairing in Super Rugby 2020. I'm prepared to say that. I don't need to look at the other teams. I'm pretty happy with that. Boom, lock it down. Nels, yeah. Pretty bloody good. I'm so excited about Valencia. (laughs) Excellent. Well, with that, let's (laughs) let's talk about players that are even more exciting than that, and I'll take us through the front row. Steven, the fire truck, kits off. Now, if he's not the number... It's going to be tough between him and uh, Guboko for the number one prop to go in... um, in fantasy rugby 2020, I know you guys both look at me going, "It'll be good bocker," but pff, it I, will I, definitely be. I consider the fire It will definitely be a good bocker, and I'll tell you why in about two seconds. All right, go excellent. On. We'll get on, and then we've got uh, Bongi Mbunambi uh, in at hooker, so Springbok uh, World Cup winning hooker, who, brilliant year, who's had a very good year. And he's only been getting better. Um, I mean, I think I was fairly critical of him last year. I didn't think didn't miss a tackle or a lineout. I don't think in the whole oh until the grand final he missed two lineouts. I think, but before that he was at a hundred percent hit rate. That's true. Well, I mean, look, when you're throwing to bloody R.G. Snyman, who's like in the sky... Uh, well, R.G. Snyman plays 15 minutes, champer. Yeah, bud. Okay, and well, probably when he's not on the right, field sorry. either. Let me just pick any Springbok lock. Bloody <laughs> Peter Steptoy, Lou Diaga, Ebenezer Um And Franz Malherba, the big round man, still somehow... I don't know. Someone still has to explain to me how he held out Vincent Cock for uh, that starting jersey. But, um, yeah, yeah it, he did have a hell of a World Cup, right? He bloody held his own in those scrums. Uh, absolutely tore apart um, the English at the end there. So, yeah, it's um, hard, hard to criticise the World Cup winning team. So. It'll be interesting to see how much he's eaten between the World Cup <laughs> and the start of the season. So. Yeah, they clearly did something <laughs> right. Uh, rolling into the locks, I think for us, J.D. Schickling is the guy that's going to be there. Um, I mean, he, he should lock down that spot for sure. Um, if he is fit and healthy again, which it sounds like he is, all good to go. Harry, you don't know anything? Shiggling? Uh, Shiggling, I, I believe he's fit, but yeah. Not, yeah. Not, Time not. for the prodigy to rise. He okay. played at the back end of last year, so he got injured, yeah. missed the, the majority vast majority of the season, came back right at the end. Yeah. Um, and then we're, that sort of left us tossing up what we think that other lock role will be. We're not 100% in agreement, um, but it's either Salman Morat, which I think was 21-year-old, more of the young consensus. Prospect. Cap, cap, captain of the under-20s. I mean, he, he's yes. an out-and-out lock, so it would make a bit more sense. Someone else who got a good good run around there uh, throughout the year was Kobus Visa. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, we were also sort of saying he is more of that Peter Steph Dutoit backup. Yeah. He can play in that blind side. He can play lock, but he did get thrown in there a lot. He definitely year. did. Yeah, that's, there was, that's there was so many they lost like four. Yeah, blocks, there were yeah. so many injuries though. Visa's definitely preferred position is a flanker. Is yeah, it, and it's blind side. But um, yeah. and Chris Van Ziel got a lot of time there as well. But I mean, if I was going to put my money on someone to be partnering JD Schickling, I, personally, I'd be going Solomon Morat. See, yeah. I, I, this is where we're not agreeing. I still think, even though Chris Van Ziel is thirty-three, I just think. Because of all these players, these players gone, he'll be a bit of that leadership role, and I think someone right, even at twenty one. You got to look at this forward pack. He's just going to come. Look at the rest of the forward pack. They do not need kits off. Bongi, Franz Malherbert, and Jetty Schickling just to start. And the next couple of places again. Peter Steph more experience. No leadership there. They do not need. What are we talking about? Oh yeah, just the captain of the South African rugby world cup winning team. All right, look, Khaleesi. There's a little bit of leadership there. All right, but. 
All right, now that we've given away our Sea Coliseum Peter Steph to Toy Pigs, Let's and go. for the record, there seems to be some stuff hinting at on the internet, hinting at the fact that these World Cup players are going to actually get a bit of a rest through Super Rugby. Mm. Nothing at all is confirmed, but I just get the feeling that you're not going to see nearly as much as P P S D T and Sea Coliseum this year. Was there which which team was it? The Stormers that they said. Perhaps you would see their best players on the field early before they went on tour. Was yeah, that that's one? right. Yeah, that's... We did get that one hint. So in the first couple of weeks before they head on tour, they might put, Throw them bring the Ferraris out. out of the garage and yeah. then um, they won't send them away on tour again. They'll let them stay at home. And a bit that longer. again, that was in our Young Guns podcast again, yeah. Very good. That's go a back. good little go, nugget. Go back and have a listen if you can. Yep. Uh, just crank those numbers up for us. Cheers. Um, to round out the loose forwards, Jaco Kotsier is, I think, who we agree is most likely to start in the number uh, eight jersey. Mm. We threw that one to the foreign correspondent, and he was saying that he thinks Juano Augustus has an is a, a definitely an absolute prospect, mm-hmm. but uh, man, he, he reckons that Cotier is the best number eight in South Africa now that Dwayne and Dandy Perez have left. That's a pretty big rap in the country. That's huge. Look, That's... he's also got ability to score points on the fantasy. He's a as very well. good player. He, yeah, he finished off the season with a forty three point three three round average and zero point five two points per minute. So unless Augustus absolutely nails him at training or has had a curry cup yeah. like you wouldn't believe, Augustus. It. He seemed to let 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 you down when he had his chance. He wasn't as he exciting. Yeah, he, he, he I feel like he had as big, if not bigger, raps on him last he year. He had huge raps last yeah. year. Yeah, and he and he's a bigger guy. He's a bigger, more physical, yeah. more physical looking guy. But I think Yako could see it's his jersey to lose. And if anything, he's actually been the more physical player. So for sure, um, I think maybe we jump across to our physio. Do we know anything about Ramon Samuels? Yeah, so Ramon Samuels was an interesting one. He had a, he had a leg, leg injury last year, I think early last mm. year, and missed the rest of the year. They're saying, the coach is saying, Dobson's saying it's a potentially a career-threatening injury. Mm. I think uh, I, I did, I hadn't seen anything else beyond that point, but Alex was saying that uh, an update's going to come through in February, they were hoping. But uh, it, it sounds very, very negative. Yeah. There's two points from that. One is, first of all, Ramon Samuels is the backup hooker. And the second point mm-hmm. is, if they're going to send an update during February, should we check if South Africa does know that the competition starts on Thursday? <laughs> just, just checking. Like, because the, it would His be, career's yeah. over, guys. We've drafted, <laughs> drafted a new yeah, player. Like, <laughs> it would be good to know these things before the season starts uh, and yeah, probably help them. I, I do as agree. Well. well, you'd probably know if you'd seen a full team lineup. All right. I, I, I was just going to say as well, you know, yeah, he is the backup, but. South Africans have, and the Stormers, mm. have a fantastic bench front row as well. Yep. So, I, I, you know, the reason I was saying Stephen Kitsoff, I don't think he's going to go as well as Gaboka, mm. is purely just because, number one, he's, he's a springbok that's probably due a bit of a rest. Mm. Then they've got Alistair Vermark. I think, is, does Quenzo Blos play on that side as well, as a loose head? He, Quenzo Blos might. I'm not, not 100% sure, but they've got those two... Um, they've got Ramon Samuels as well. Quinto Bless is a, a good young prop. Don't no. look at me like that. Who no, is... I was looking at cracks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Who is um, Because this is his job to know <laughs> yeah. who's tight head and who's loose head. That's, That's in your, your CEO job description, your Correct. director. Directors, who, mate. Who, who was uh, Kitsoff sharing time with last year? That I've just. It's Alistair Vermont. No, there was another prop. Alistair Vermont's rubbish, mate. All right, well, I, I actually disagree. I'm pretty sure it was Alistair Vermont. <laughs> Okay. Corny, Corny Furry? Yeah, Corny Furry. The, ho- the hooker slash prop? I'm going to look it up. Uh, is there anything else from the Stormers? I think we've all agreed on the Smokies, Rickers, Pretorius. Uh, any well, other you, points? You, you read it out, those, those bench 
props. Why don't you throw out the bench hooker, Scarlet and Tunbeni? He's a he's a good man now. Oh, Scarlet, is he well. still around? Yeah, yeah, he's there. Right, excellent. So um, he's, he's going to be the one thing trying to stop Bongi Mbunambi getting big points. Who's the guy you you would never want to touch with a ten foot pole this year? His stocks have plummeted. He's basically the Bitcoin of Super oh, Rugby. Yes. Jean-Luc Duplessis. Never getting a minute. The Hunger Games himself. Finally, he he's get every minute he deserves. He's, heard, yeah. the, he's, <laughs> he's heard, heard the final whistle. He's volunteered for himself as tribute. He's the sacrifice man. Yeah, absolutely. So stay well away because it's Damien Valencia's jersey and he's never giving it back. Yeah, and they've said it. They've, and they've come out and just said that. They go, Damien Valencia will be playing 10 yeah. every minute. Mate, you must feel so terrible as that guy. Eh? Yeah, just like, oh, thanks for uh, signing my death. Yeah. All right, go sign on somewhere else. So, how are you going there, champ? Yeah, sorry, Cags, I was are you ready? My time just finding this it's Kuni Fori or is Alistair? Uh, I think it's Kuni It has to be those two. Yeah, it's one of those two. Uh, it can't be anyone. Can we else. move on? Should we just kick on to the thing on. that comes after the main? Oh. What you gonna do with that dessert? Do what? 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 Do Fourteen gelato, fifteen gelato. Used to be fifteen. Sorry, gelato. used to be fifteen gelato. Oh, yeah. uh, we're taking a number off every time we don't get uh, this ice cream delivered for <laughs> us to do this podcast. Shouldn't we be thirteen gelato then? We no, he should. should be. He should be thanking us because but with Brendan Nell not on board, he's not going to be asked to send gelato to South Africa. Oh, that's true. That was going to be a real issue for we him. We saved him some money. Yeah, that's true. All, all I know is that he needs to look. I know. Sponsorships it might be a new thing to 15 Gelato, but they need to step up their game. I know they're a new business, but with how good the Gelato is, I wouldn't be surprised if it's international and already over in South Africa. I'm prepared <laughs> to throw out everything in my freezer and fill it up with that peanut butter. So, um, you know, make it happen. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it leaves a lovely taste in your mouth, but right now I've got a foul taste in my mouth because it's not here. <laughs> I feel like there's just so much to say there, but let's not get into it. Um, all right, so into dessert, we're going... Not salty. To, we're going to <laughs> rank the South African conference teams... In the Super Rugby oh. 2020, um, I guess let's first look at what did we say in Super Rugby 2019. Bouncing back, it, we weren't there, so we can't be wrong, right? Yeah, so what did we, can't be we, right, we, we were just right, basically. Yeah, I mean, we can't be wrong. All right, well, let's first of all, before we say what it was, let's say <clears> what <throat> Harry picked. Harry picked... Haguares, correct. One, correct, yep. We'll move on then. What do you want to do in 2020? Stormers. <laughs> Harry said the Stormers, Sharks, Lions, Bulls. Can I, can I say the biggest thing to highlight out of that? Harry said the Bulls would come last. They came second. Yeah, and the Stormers would come second. I feel like every year everyone's so, so excited about the Stormers. Don't tell Including me you won't you. make the same mistake one day that I will. Yeah. Never. Yeah. All right. All right, so yeah, how, did it actually, how did the cards actually fall last year? It was the Haggy Rose in first, Bulls second, Sharks third, Stormers in fourth, and the Lions in at fifth. So Harry got first and third, which ain't too shabby. Look, we can, it just, ain't good. We can just say on the whole, <laughs> Harry was wrong. So, yep. um, and right. Nelson and I were right. So let's move on to our predictions wrong. for Super Rugby 2020. Um, <clears throat> Brendan did not uh, bless us with his attendance, so we're not going to get his predictions. That Pro- makes sense. Probably should have asked Alex uh, while we had oh, him true. back and forth at work. Harry, it was an oversight on your path. You had one job. But uh, we will get that for you, and we will fill that in on the blog. But look, I'll, I'll start off. Um, I think we're all pretty we're pretty set with who we know. Definitely, we think the the number one would be. I said I think they'll win the competition, and that is the Jaguares. Yeah, I so think for, for clarity, we've all written ours in already, so we all know what they are. We we came in. Chuck them in there. We all have agreed. Haguaro is number one. I think it'd be pretty hard not to. Surprisingly, 
we've all agreed Storm is at number two. Oh, oh what? Wow. Well, we, we all make that. Would I make that mistake again? Well, maybe it's not a mistake this year, and you were the only one wrong. No, I'm pretty year. sure I did it the year before as well. Rigus Pretoria's better step up and be the world's best rugby player. That's right. And then our back three are just vastly different. This proves the just the I guess conundrum of the South African Conference. Yeah, look, this is going to be tight. There's lots of changes. We've normally we've sort of stuck with the Stormers for two because they didn't lose a lot of people. Didn't we have a formula down pack last year, and it was like. If the South African teams were playing the South African teams, it was like yeah, the worst team. Yeah, remember it was like <laughs> the, lower the, the lowest table. team was. Yeah, they were the lowest table. Yeah, something like yeah. that, was and it was incredibly accurate, yeah. especially early on. Yeah, that's it. Um, um, so for me, I, I, I've yeah. pushed the Lions up into third last year. They actually were fifth on the this table year, this year. Sorry, they, they were fifth on the table last year, but they had more wins than fourth and third. So for me, uh, they were right about does, there. Does this sound like something Nelson said before? You know, like. I was I, I may have been last on the table, <laughs> but I had more wins or more imaginary points. I was, points, I was so. last on the table. <laughs> um, just, just the majority of the season, you remember. <laughs> then I, I've got the Sharks coming in at fourth, and unfortunately, I have the Bulls coming in at last. Sounds a lot like the mistakes I made last year, boys. <laughs> it's so, literally the same, except you flipped the Sharks and Lions. <laughs> and but they're completely different squads. Oh, okay, right? yeah, sure, oh, sure. Harry, take us through. What have you got? Uh, before we do that... Uh, the uh, at elite rugby band friend of the pod Alex Tarr has come in and he's going to say he says he's going to go out and yeah he's very good uh, get on the banter like I said he lives in his computer apparently he does no work because no, he's just constantly helping us during outside of work hours outside of work oh, sorry yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so he's said he's going to go out on a limb and say the Stormers will top the conference. The Stormers will top the conference. Mainly wow. because he doesn't know how the Jags will pitch up without Pablo, etc. Et but basically, let's be honest, Pablo. Well, we, we talked about that yesterday. Yep. <laughs> In the Jaguares uh, podcast, that's right, with Paul Tate. Uh, so do then we he wanna, thinks... Do we want to check in on Alex's health? Is he all right? Like, I mean, before the information coming through, it was great, but... Um, well, he just... did say, yeah, that's probably all kind of wrong, but effort. But, All sorry, right. let me finish. Stormers. Well, with, that, with that kind of disclaimer, I mean... Yeah, that's right, exactly. Stormers, Jaguares, Lions, Sharks, and Bulls. So another man picking the, picking the balls at the bottom. Right. So he's literally just swapped the Hags and the Stormers from well, me. That's the only difference. On that note, uh, Harrys, where did you where did you rank the Bulls? Uh, I went third. Right. Really? You know why? You look you look surprised like that, like you're reading that for no, the first like, time. <laughs> okay, so I, I went Jaguares Stormers as well, like yep. you two did uh, as well. Right. And I think that they have to be the two favourites for the conference, really, Jaguares. I don't know what Alex is talking about. But um, the Lions, the Sharks, and the Bulls are all so even. They are. I ended up going Bulls, Lions, Sharks, mainly just because I love the Bulls' back line as well. Do you like, love their back line? Actually, sorry, not their back line, their back row. That's that's what got me. The uh, Marco Van Staden. Uh, is just Strauss. and Josh Strauss. I thought that that was going to add so much depth, and the locks suck in most of the South African teams. The they just got I don't know I don't know what it is, but I, and their outside backs Roscoe Speckman. I feel is, like I feel like we're, when we're all struggling for excuses to say why we picked these teams, it's look, a I, really good indicator. I did as well ago, but it was really yeah. really even. All right, disclaimers are flying left, right, and center. It took uh, me an hour, but I will be right. to put it out there. All right, so with <laughs> with mine, um, I obviously Haguares and Stormers and. Um, so the, the three of ours, Harry, Nelson, and mine, are different. Uh, the only thing we could say is that Alex, Nelson, and I all put the Bulls in at last place. Um, so I had instead in third place the Sharks, the Sharks, um, and then the Lions. So, so you and I could have been exactly the same. I, I legit sat there for an hour today when I finished work, and I tossed up those two, and I was seeing 
who was versing who at home in terms of Kiwi sides, all this sort of stuff. That's true. I did it about, I did about five minutes tonight, but I was about to just start flipping coins to get the last three yeah. in there. But um, no, the Sharks for me, I think they, I mean, I think they're the second high, the, for mine, the second strongest looking squad. Like their forward pack, there's some questions there, certainly the back row, but that back line, like those back three, if they can get, if, if Andre the Giant is playing, sorry, I was working under that assumption as well. There's my disclaimer. Yeah. Um, you know, that's... Uh, that's a big... Yeah, big you know, part of it. Exactly. Yeah. With Bosch, the Springbok bloody wingers and centre pairing, boom. I mean, that's pretty yeah. electric. So, well, I think there's a lot of lot of juiciness in our dessert there. That's some that's some pretty good nuggets mm. in terms of what we think is going to happen. That's it. If you look at the past years, we're generally pretty wrong. So stay away from that if you're actually going to gamble some money. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because um, none of us seem to get it right. And gamble responsibly. Yeah. No. Uh, and look, if we do hear from, uh, apologies for not being joined by our special guest Brendan Nell. If we do hear from him, we'll ask him for his tips on how he thinks the conference will rank and who he thinks will be the most uh, valuable fantasy player in 2020. Um, <clears throat> but otherwise, I think that's that's going to do us. So, Harry, okay. you got some final remarks? Yeah, finally, I would just like to say best of luck to little Peter Steph Dutar on entering the world tomorrow. Uh, I think make sure you keep his name. I know we like a prospect. Put it on the... But yeah. with a name like that, the 2043 Rugby World Cup, I think, will really be his, his tournament. So, oh, Wait, I'm just getting my pen and paper. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, look, looking forward to uh, some good banter from Peter Steph. Excellent. And by then, we'll know about his younger brother, Stephen uh, <laughs> Perifetar, as well. So, yeah, that's um, right. We'll, yeah, that's nice. right. Be good to go. Excellent. All right, that'll, that'll do us. Um, Australian Conference preview to come uh, next week, on the weekend. Yeah, next Sunday. Fingers crossed, Morgan Tiranui going to be on board with us. How good. It's going to be excellent. We'll just... Call them out of the blue again, see what happens. Yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe we'll get ahead of ahead of that, and uh, you know, get, get no. onto a bit more. No, just yeah. No. All right, that's that's our style. Okay, cool. excellent. All right, we'll talk to you in the next one, guys.